You're listening to Legal Skinny Podcast with Trisha Burita. I'm a 15-year licensed practicing attorney in the state of Texas. I created Legal Skinny because when I've been invited to do educational seminars on different subjects in employment law, employers and HR professionals would often ask me, where can they find out a little more information on this or a little more information on that? Look, I get it. There's a lot of resources out there, but sometimes it's confusing and people are so busy. Sometimes people have only 30 or 15 or maybe even five minutes in their day to devote to learning something new. On this podcast, you'll hear me have discussions and interviews on topics relevant to employers. Disclaimer though, Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and doesn't create an attorney-client relationship. Also remember, laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you. Hello, friends. Welcome back to the Legal Skinny Podcast. So there is a nasty wave of fraud sweeping the nation related to unemployment claims that employees, employers, and government officials are all seeing. In just a few of the recent reports I've seen, Virginians not being able to file new claims of unemployment because the Virginia Employment Commission had to disable their unemployment claims system due to a fraud investigation. Specifically, uh, the the VEC, uh, Virginia Employment Commission, they have on their website states, VEC is aware of reports from some customers that their banking information may have been changed without their permission. VEC is investigating these reports and has limited some functionality on our claims filing website until further notice. And then there's a link to those believing they were a victim of identity theft for um, unemployment insurance claims and what they could potentially do. Now in Michigan, uh, the Michigan had a press release for their unemployment insurance agency stating, like other states across the country, uh, it remains under attack by criminals. Specifically, uh, Michigan says that they, they just in the last five days, they've seen such a dramatic increase in their unemployment claims that they, they flagged over 100,000 uh, potential fraud claims. And, and they state that these claims were not paid out because they were halted for identity, uh, potential identity theft. And that the they say that the info was not leaked by them, you know, um, the identity theft information, but that the identity thefts uh, are occurring because identity thieves had stolen this information previously in another capacity and now are using it to claim unemployment claims. In, in my state, the Texas Workforce Commission is also seeing an uptick in these crazy fraud cases. You know, in some cases, the fraud is workers that are currently working for the business or the owners of the business themselves or past employees that haven't worked for the business in months or maybe years. And those are just a few states. The list goes on and on. What you're going to see with most of all these state agencies is an understanding um, that the individuals whose you know false claims are being filed may be a victim of identity theft and that they should consider some next steps to protect their identity, considering that they've had unemployment claims that are fraudulent filed under their name and their personal information. Identity theft is a big deal. 
And if you have knowledge about it happening to your current employees, you likely have a duty to let them know, and depending on the circumstances, take steps to help them know how to protect themselves. Under certain state laws, you're obligated to assist them or inform them. And in a lot of cases uh, that I'm talking about, it may have nothing to do with a breach on the employer side, but because it is unemployment claims, the employer ends up involved. So let's talk about some resources out there for their employer to possibly review uh, and or share with their employees to help them work through these identity theft issues. Just this week, the Department of Labor launched a website page exclusively for identity theft related to unemployment claims, because that is how big a problem this is. It has links to every state's reporting website page for fraud, and it talks about what makes an individual a victim of potential unemployment identity theft. In, in the list they have, they say you may be a victim of un unemployment identity theft if you've received mail from a government agency about an unemployment claim or payment and you did not recently file for unemployment benefits. I feel like that's obvious, ding, 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 but um, it's right up there, of course, is the first thing that they list. And this includes um, unexpected pay payments or debit cards or that could be from any state. They also state a 1099-G tax form reflecting unemployment benefits that you weren't expecting. Um, they state, you know, box one on this form may show unemployment benefits you didn't receive or an amount that exceeds your records for the unemployment benefits you did receive. And then uh, they state that this form itself may be from a state in which you don't live and you don't file for benefits. So, uh, and this is, as I go on here and I talk about the IRS a little bit, this isn't uh, the first statement that, um, that I've seen where they're indicating that, you know, these criminal issues of identity theft are and, uh, related to unemployment claims, interestingly enough, are happening and cross state claims. Um, so certainly the DOL here is, you know, um, acknowledging that you may be seeing reports from a state that, you know, you don't live in and you don't work in and that therefore you wouldn't have an unemployment claim in uh, as related to these identity theft issues. And I think if you're an employer that has employees in multiple states, that should also be something that you should um, be aware of and the cautious issues related to that. While you are still uh, employed, they say um, you may receive a notice from your employer indicating that your employer received a request for information about an unemployment claim in your name. Uh, and so I think a lot of the employers are seeing it first before the employees, which is why it's important for the employers to respond promptly and make sure that they are sorting out, you know, whether or not employees are actually validly filing these claims or if there's an identity theft issue. So what steps is the DOL recommending? Well, on their, on their little website uh, page that they now have up, they say, number one, report un unemployment identity theft to the state where it occurred. And now they have this nifty chart of all 50 states with the links to help you do that. So uh, uh, number two, they state when you file income taxes, and, um, and of course they're talking to the individuals, only include the income you actually received, right? So that it's accurate and it can be clearly matched up with what actually income you earned versus the fraudulent piece of it. The DOL says in number three, you know, check your credit report for suspicious activity or unauthorized lines of credit being opened. 
Uh, number four, report unemployment identity theft that occurred during the COVID-19 pandemic to the U.S. Department of Justice's National Center for Disaster Fraud, in addition to notifying the state government's unemployment offices. And this is because they're saying that if you notify the U.S. Department of Labor's office, um, of um, it'll go to the Office of Inspector General, which is the primary agency responsible for investigating unemployment fraud. In addition to the Department of Labor, the IRS has stepped in to try and sort some of this out, stating on their website, they have a page now, that states have, quote, experienced a surge in fraudulent unemployment claims filed by organized crime rings using stolen identities. There's a couple things on this site, on the IRS site, such as what to do if you find out someone filed for unemployment um, on, on your behalf and, and it wasn't you. <laughs> and um, and how it could be affecting your taxes. Um, and there's even a notice of the Justice Department on there uh, stating warning about these fake unemployment benefits websites um, to lure and trick consumers to disclosing their personal identification information. And there's also a section where it states um, IRS information for employers, where the IRS states employers are often the first line of defense against unemployment fraud. And employers should, and then they list four things. One, respond quickly to state notices that its employees have filed for unemployment claims, especially if the names on the notices are not employees. And I think that's obvious, but, you know, um, certainly if you know right off the bat, there's no need to wait for the deadline. If you can get that in there and try to make sure that you're alerting them as soon as possible, you know, it could be helpful um, in the situation related to the fraud. Because I think that, from everything that I'm seeing that these state unemployment offices and the fraud departments are very overwhelmed uh, with what's going on right now related to these fraud unemployment claims. Number two, the IRS states, be alert to misuse of the IRS issued employer identification number that fraudsters may use to file jobless claims. Now, that's something definitely the employer can be involved with, right? And number three, file a form 14039-B business identity theft affidavit if the company's EIN number is being used to generate fraudulent unemployment benefit claims. And number four, write to the IRS to close out the business tax account if the company is going out of business because they say on their end, this helps them with curtailing the misuse of dormant EINs. There's usually um, also other helpful information and resources for employers on the individual state unemployment sites, uh, especially on the pages related to fraud. You know, for instance, in Texas, you know, where I am, the, there's a, a whole section about the fraud where they talk about um, considering what to do if there's identity theft. Uh, one, you know, possibly contacting the local police department and getting an incident report and number. I'm not saying you would do that in every incident, but um, I think it's something that they're putting out there that may be something that you would, um, depending on what's going on with the employee, that may be something as that they should consider for themselves. Uh, two, the TWC mentions consulting the Federal Trade Commission website for possible further action. Uh, number three, if a bank account or credit union was involved or compromised, then contact each of their fraud departments. Look, fraud issues are no fun. And these fraud issues surrounding unemployment claims, they aren't new. And especially since the pandemic, we've seen more and more of them in the past year. And, uh, 
And I think uh, while the states are doing their best to try to stop them before they pay them out, uh, which was a you know a big deal over over the last year that they were finding they were they were paying these out, not realizing how much of them were fraud. Uh, they've developed these sort of lines of defense. Each state has you know certain things that they're trying to do to prevent the fraud. You know the employer plays a big part in that because you know, you will often be the one with the knowledge <laughs> to know that it's fraud or it's not. And so don't be surprised when you see these. And if you haven't seen them, hey, you're lucky. Uh, be wary and realize, you know, there there may be more scams out there and other things related to this, you know, as um, as we kind of go forward and, and the states make adjustments. And then, of course, the people that are committing these crimes are making adjustments. And so, uh, and of course, my, you know, the employers get all wrapped up in it. Uh, unfortunately, because this is unemployment claims. And so they're naturally um, going to be swept up into the middle of all of this. So uh, just definitely realize it's on the rise and something to be prepared for. And that's the legal skinny on unemployment fraud in the workplace. Thanks for joining us on this episode of the Legal Skinny Podcast. Do not forget to subscribe to get future podcast episodes. Also check out LegalSkinny.com to join our newsletter and get details on all the educational resources we offer the employer. Also, disclaimer, remember Legal Skinny is for entertainment and informational purposes only, not meant to provide legal advice and does not create an attorney-client relationship. Laws change or they differ by jurisdiction. So also remember, this is not a substitute for seeking legal counsel in your jurisdiction on the current law applicable to you.